Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Okay, I recorded like a long time on, on another recording, but somehow the recording didn't get recorded. So I'm going to do it all over again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everyone. This is Dolly Howard and you're listening to Dolly Shares. The date is Monday, January 7, 2019. And I want to talk to you today about the super blood wolf moon. I got excited when I was reading um, the Fulford report and it mentioned the super blood wolf moon. So I'm going to do some investigation into that and share it with you as I go along. I had an excerpt that I want to uh, read to you from the Fulford Report that was dated today, January 7, 2019. And that will show you how I get to the be interested in the super blood wolf moon. Uh, Please, you all who can't handle the T word, cover your ears for just a second. I'm going to say it. Trump will be meeting Chinese Vice Premier and financial expert Wang Kishan at Davos on January 22nd. Here, the global currency reset will be decided, the sources say. <coughs> While many details have yet to be worked out. The Chinese, the Americans, and the European royals have all agreed to set up a future planning agency with a budget far larger than the UN, the IMF, and the World Bank, according to European royal family and Asian secret sources. The other thing worth noting is that the, here we go, plug yours, you all on the tea thing, Trump slash Wang meeting will take place immediately after the super blood wolf moon that occurs on January 20th and 21st. As we have noted before, the secret rulers of the earth use planetary movements to time major moves. Native Americans call the full moon in January the wolf moon because that is when hungry wolves would approach human settlements. The fact that it is also a lunar eclipse, or a blood moon and a supermoon, is a sign that some sort of big moves are planned. And, <coughs> excuse me, so that's what got me interested in uh, finding out about this super blood wolf moon especially when it said that some th that mm, these people plan it according plan things according to planetary events ah uh, let me look here it also says that this will cause a planetary hmm, what do they call it a planetary reset Mm. So, when that super blood wolf moon happens, we're going to have a planetary reset, which will be very interesting. And I don't know what happens during a planetary reset. So, I just want to say to y'all, don't be afraid when it happens, whatever happens. Um, just think to yourself, oh, 
it's a planetary reset, everything's okay. You might not even know it happened. <laughs> it could be that sort of thing, where it just resets and and you don't know what's happened, but the planet does. And so the planet feels pretty darn... I hope it feels pretty good. I, I don't know for sure. I would think it would. Like I would appreciate a body reset. <laughs> I, I really would, so I'm thinking the planet might too. Um, I want to read to you this one. This one thing. Uh, let me find it. I think I saved it in a link. No. Here we go. Let's try this one. Rare super blood wolf moon to coincide with total lunar eclipse this January. Yeah, this is the one I wanted to read to you. Let's see. This is in www.techtimes.com. It's T-E-C-H-T-I-M-E-S dot com. So you can go there and look it up. And when you get there, just uh, look up Total Lunar Eclipse this January. And, and I believe you will find it. Okay. I had to pause for a minute. And I wanted to make sure that I'm back with you. And I am. Because I don't want to have to do this again today for a third time. <laughs> okay, so I'm at the www.techtimes.com. Sky watchers will welcome the new year with an exciting phenomenon. A rare super blood wolf moon that will coincide with a total lunar eclipse. Another total lunar eclipse is happening almost a year after 2018 super blue moon total lunar eclipse. Only that it will not be a blue one this time. <clears throat> it was in 2018, but it's not blue this time. In 2019. A rare winter skies night sight. The total lunar eclipse will be witnessed on the evening of January 20 to 21, wherein the rare super blood moon wolf is going to pass through the northern half of Earth's shadow, according to meteorologist Scott Sutherland, who revealed the news through the Weather Network. The total lunar eclipse... Hold on. Got to scoot the page up. The total lunar eclipse will be seen throughout the United States beginning January 20. It will finish on January 21, starting at 9.36 p.m. EST and end at 2.48 a.m. EST. The super blood wolf moon will grace the night sky of Earth that includes South America, the eastern Pacific Ocean, the Western Atlantic Ocean, and extreme Western Europe. Why Super Blood Wolf Moon? Interestingly, the total lunar eclipse happening in winter 2019 will not be just like any other. What makes it so extraordinary is it will be a rare Super Blood Wolf Moon total lunar eclipse. Boy, that's a mouthful. This is quite so as the total lunar eclipse takes place when the moon is near perigee, P-E-R-I-G-E, no, yep, P-E-R-I-G-E-E, -E, which is the point at which it is in closest distance to Earth than usual, making it appear larger. The moon becomes the blood moon as its color turns coppery red, <clears throat> because of light refraction. Why is it called the Super Blood Wolf Moon? In Native American times, hungry wolves would be seen near the towns and villages at a full moon. Also, the full moon is both a super moon and a blood moon, which obviously explains why it is named Super Blood Wolf 
moon. Hold on, I gotta screw the page up. The super blood wolf moon total lunar eclipse is also a rare one. It will as well be the first and last to occur across the winter skies of northern America within the next three years. The same celestial event will again happen in May of 2022. <coughs> here's, here's another place where I can go and read about it. Gazers, well, no, not that one. Here is. We'll try to go here. I want to make sure I'm recording. Yep, I'm recording. Um, this is what's the blue? What's? Oh, that's the blood moon. I don't want to know everything about the blood moon. We already did that in 2018. So we'll click out of that. And I'm going to put in here to search. Uh, super, wait, no, let's do 2019 Super Blood, Super Blood, what is it? Super Blood Wolf Moon. Okay, we'll do a search here. This Oh, hey, this looks interesting. We will click on this. Open in a new tab. <coughs> Make sure it's not the same thing. Oh, it is. There's going to be five eclipses in 2019. Besides the super blood red moon on January 21. Stargazers around the world rejoice. The universe is about to give you an exciting astronomical year. 2019 is featuring five eclipses, a rare planet transit, one of the best meteor showers, and a super blood wolf moon. But the fun doesn't stop there. The new year will also bring three super moons, a blue moon, multiple meteor showers, close approach by the moon and Jupiter, and several rocket launches. Although we would love to talk about all of the extraordinary occurrences, occurrences these are our top events to watch for in the 2019 sky. I want to read about the blood moon. Okay. <clears throat> for the first time in three years, the United States will be able to experience a total lunar eclipse. According to NASA, it will be one of the sky's most dazzling shows, as the moon will be at its closest point to Earth, making the moon appear slightly bigger and a lot brighter, an event that is often referred to as supermoon. But that's not the only thing that will make this eclipse stand out. Total lunar eclipses are often called blood moons because when the sun, earth, and moon align, the sunlight that passes through the earth's atmosphere will appear to turn the moon red. And because lunar eclipses can occur only during a full moon, and the first full moon in January is known as a wolf moon. Many are calling this spe spectacular event a super blood wolf moon eclipse. Let me scoot the page down a little. <coughs> Hold on. I want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. At around 12 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, people in the North and South America, as well as those in western parts of Europe and Africa, will have front row seats to this show. Pretty exciting! Let me see uh, if there's anything else. 
I can read about this super blood moon. Mm, we'll close this tab. I got too many tabs open. Did you know we already had a solar eclipse? Of course I didn't. Let me open this and see what it says. Okay. Open in a new link. <coughs> Let's see. This was on January 7. So it was yesterday that this one. Yesterday's solar eclipse was first of six eclipses in 2019 with Super Wolf Blood Moon up next. So yesterday's partial solar eclipse peaked in northeast Russia when 60% of the sun was blocked by the moon. But there are five more eclipses coming up this year that deserve your attention. So we wouldn't have seen it anyway because it happened over Russia. So I didn't really miss anything. Um, let me see. Uh, how to watch the super... Uh, I don't... I'm not getting into that. If you want to know how to watch it, you can research that. So, that kind of piqued my attention, and I wanted to share it with y'all and my research on it so that uh, maybe, maybe you'd be interested in watching it too. January 21st through the 22nd. Mark it on your calendar if you want to read it. I marked it on my calendar. Mm, let me see here. Okay, yes I did. I marked it on my calendar. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I also saw another thing. It piqued my attention. And I don't know if I read what what piqued my attention in here or not. Uh, I'll do that last. I'm going to share with you a little bit about my new year. How I brought it in. My son came uh, December... 23rd, and he spent the Christmas over at Sherry's house. Um, we decided to do our Christmases separately because there's something going on at Sherry's house that uh, we all don't want to participate in. <coughs> and she knows, and she doesn't want us all to participate in it. <laughs> because it would be a disruption in our family. Uh, it's a certain person who's outside of the family that we don't approve of, but but it has to be accommodated in Sherry's part of the family, <laughs> and not in Annette and my life's. Uh, so. We decided we'd be happier to do it separately. Plus, there was some other stuff going on at Sherry's house. And she said, Mom, I really want you guys to stay home because I don't want you to end up getting excited, overly excited about some things <laughs> that you don't want to know about, you don't want to witness. So I said, okay, I appreciate that very much, Sherry. So uh, Russell spent the Christmas there. And then he came over to Annette in my house. Because Sherry and Shannon are in Orlando now in their new house. Where they're so close to uh, Disney World. That they can see the fireworks at, at Disney. Every night from their bed. In their bedroom. They lay there and watch the fireworks every night. <laughs> they love it. Sherry and Shannon's... Well, actually, Sherry's fantasy come true, and Shannon goes along with it, because he likes it, too. <clears throat> but it's really Sherry's fantasy. So, 
Nat and I are still in Palm Bay, and we're staying here. We like it right here in the house the angels provided for us. Ah, uh, and anyway, Russell came over here after Christmas and spent the rest of his time here. Uh, he left last Wednesday. I don't know what was what was the date then. I'm thinking I don't know. Was it the third? Is it really important? No, I don't think so, but I'll look it up on my calendar. Oh, it was Thursday. Last Thursday, January 3rd, he had to go home. And Russell is a lot like me. Very much like me. He is definitely a chip off my shoulder. <laughs> so he and I had a lot of enjoyable moments sitting out at the pool and I at night and during the day but mostly at night because he's a night person always was even inside my womb that little kid kept me up all night holy cow and he never seemed to get over being a night person so anyway we would sit out there and talk about the things we like to talk about <clears throat> like the uh, events that are occurring in these days, the Q stuff and and in uh, the things that uh, I'm gonna say the T word. Brace yourselves for those who go into fits when I say it. The, the things that Trump has done, and the things that Trump is trying to do, but being blocked. And we really, we really, really enjoyed being able to share that with each other because we're both very interested in it. And uh, he left, well, last Thursday, but today I wish he was here because I ran across a thing that says, Something that said, when you go against Trump, you end up dead. <laughs> Which, I'm beginning to wonder, is that true? Be because look at, uh, McCain got uh, eliminated. Uh, Bush Sr. is no longer with us. There's some other people I heard that were eliminated. Um, but when you look at the people and you look what the people did and the swamp beings they were swamp beings y'all if you look them up you can find that out for yourselves um, they probably were high on the list and that's why they were uh, among the first to leave this planet um, and then I found this another uh, little thing here. Let me see if I can put that down. Is this I found today. Hold on, what's it say? The title. Terminally ill, Harry Reid minces no words about himself nor Donald Trump. And I thought, hmm, who is this Harry Reid? Because I don't really stay up with politicians and their names and what they do and unless they really things that are said about them really pop out at me and I think who is this being and then I look into it hold on <coughs> needed a drink so I'll read you what this guy says his name is Harry Reid former Senate Majority Leader he's 79 years old was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in May and isn't expected to live much longer. In his own words, as soon as you discover you have something on your pancreas, you're dead. Reed was always known for being a blunt pragmatist, and that hasn't changed. He held forth with his views on present-day Washington and Donald Trump's Trump. And here's something that he said to the Times, and I quote. <coughs> Hold on. 
You can't legislate when you have a chief executive who's weird. <laughs> I enjoy this for lack of a better description, he told me. This is the reporter who was given this report. He said he could never understand how his former Senate colleague, Jeff Sessions, allowed himself to be so abused and humiliated by the president. Why in the hell didn't Sessions leave, he said. Same with Kelly, referring to the departing chief of staff, John Kelly. I'd say, go screw yourself. I could not look my children in the eye. Reed prides himself on being a pessimist, but doesn't identify Trump as a pessimist at all. Here's, here's more quoting <coughs> that Reed told the uh, reporter at the Times. In some ways, Washington, under Trump, has devolved into the feral state that Reed, in his misanthropic heart, always knew it could become under the right conditions. Politicians are always claiming to be eternal optimists. Reed is no optimist. He told the reporter, I figure if you're pessimistic, you're never disappointed. What a way to look at it. I asked him if he could identify at all with Trump's dark worldview. I disagree that Trump is a pessimist, Reed said, as if to allow him that mantle would be paying him an undeserved compliment. I think he's a person who is oblivious to the real world. I think the whole political system is oblivious to the real world. They haven't lived in it since they were, since before they were elected. If then. That's my opinion in there, y'all. Some of the plot for the movie Casino was based on Reed's experiences. And here's a, back to the reporter quoting Reed. Organized crime is a business, he told me, and they are really good at, with what they do. But they are better off when things are predictable. In my opinion, they do not do well with chaos. And that's what we have going with Trump. <laughs> Which I enjoy because I think we needed the chaos to uh, disrupt what the, the criminal activities that were going on. But that is my opinion, y'all. Can you hold on just a second? I'm going to pause you just a second. Okay, I had to catch my breath. All right, let's go on here. Still, Reed added, Trump is an interesting person. He is not immoral, but is amoral. Amoral is when you shoot someone in the head. It doesn't make a difference no conscience. There was a hint of grudging respect in Reed's tone, which he seemed to catch and correct. I think he is without question the worst president we've ever had, he said. We've had some bad ones, and there's not even a close second to him, he added. He'll lie, he'll cheat, you can't reason with him. Once more, a hint of wonder crept into his voice as if he was describing a rogue beast on the loose in a jungle that Reed knows well. <laughs> okay. Reed's legacy is the elimination of the filibuster with respect to judicial appointments about which he remains unrepentant. They can say what they want, he told me. We're we had over 100 judges that we couldn't get approved, so I had no choice. Either Obama's presidency would be a joke, or Obama's presidency would be one of fruition. I don't understand that, but y'all might. And that's the end of that article. But somewhere along the way, I had read something in my research where eh, someone said that they thought if you don't agree with Trump, you end up dead. 
Well, it made me stop and think. I know Trump is a figurehead. I know that Trump is in there uh, because he was asked to take the presidency position during this time of shaking up the government. I'm calling it during the time of shaking up the government. And uh, so you got to realize Trump is not pulling all the strings. Trump is representing a group, in my opinion, of people who have been planning this for years. Years and years, y'all. Look how long JFK Jr., uh, how long ago his plane crashed. And then we find out in recent days, weeks, months, that he's alive. And not, I'm not necessarily saying that he is Q, because Q, I believe, is a group of people <clears throat> who are trying to do the best for the United States and the world. Because the world gets uh, some of the proceeds from what's going on in the U.S. It can't help but affect uh, other countries who we are uh, in contact with. So, um, anyway, back to what made me start saying all this stuff. I saw that statement, and it made me stop and think. Uh, I never thought Trump was perfect. No. No one's perfect. I know that. I just appreciate the things that have taken place. Most of the things that have taken place since he was the prez. And, and when I saw that statement, it, it brought me up and it made me stop and think. Yep, remember Dolly. He's not perfect. He's not the one in all control. Um, he is... He's the figurehead, and uh, I believe the orders for the the orders for anything that's going to go on with these swamp people, I believe, is coming through the tribunals, which I believe have already started, and the sentences are being carried out, and and. I believe that we will all be made aware of the background things going on when the time is right, at the right time. So, uh, please don't, don't get all worked up when things start to be revealed to you. We're all safe. You're okay. You're going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. There might be a little discomfort for a little bit, but we're going to be okay through the discomfort. And I was kind of glad that, that I saw that statement. I really wish I could show you where it is, but I can't find it again because I didn't save it. Um, so, uh, I wanted to share that with you to show you I don't think Trump is walking on water in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but I do, do, I do appreciate what's happening with him in the office. I guess that's the way for me to put it. Uh, so, um, let me pause again for a few minutes. Okay, I'm back. Um, I got an email from Walter, Walt Silva. Y'all who follow me know who's Walt Silva. Uh, he's on Cosmic Reality Radio shows on Tuesdays from 6 to 8 p.m. EST. 
with Nancy, and sometimes I join him. Um, but anyway, he emailed me because I told him I was interested in the Fulford report and where Phil Fulford was talking about the super blood wolf moon. He wanted me, he wants me to ask my posse, he calls it my posse, my spiritual uh, beings, guides, angels, <laughs> those who come and share my life with me, share their lives with me, their being with me, because they have no beginning and no end, or they have no end, or I don't know how to say it, but anyway. I didn't even think about asking them about their opinion on it, what they know about it from being on the other side. So, I guess I could do that. Just keep in mind, they don't always answer with answers that we'd like to hear, <laughs> or the way we'd like to hear answers, or say what we want to hear in answering our questions. They answer their own way. So keep that in mind. And I will ask for protection. I always do this because that's the way I do it. Please. God and angels and surround me in protection and everyone associated with my reading right now. And Let it be for the highest and best of all concerned. And I like to say that too. Uh, because that's what I like to do. Okay, thank you all. And please allow me to be able to hear loud and clear what is told to me from the other side. And thank you. Thank you so much, y'all. I love you. Uh... Yeah, thank you for being with me. Okay, now, the question is, and Dave, if you want to pipe in, of course you're welcome. What is your take on the super blood wolf moon? Mm-hmm. They're saying it's a natural planetary event that happens periodically, and no one should be afraid of it. It's a nice thing, it's a good thing, and yeah, there will be some planetary adjustments. Adjustments? Some planetary changes, some earthly changes even. Um, but it's not going to hurt anybody. And it's all a good thing. And that uh, we should expect we should expect to be feeling different energies for those who are conscious of energy fields, of energy feelings, being in touch with energetic flow of things, plants, dirt, trees, each other, um, clouds even, especially clouds, they say. Uh, energies coming from the heavens, uh, from uh, the universe. I don't know how else to describe that. Uh, 
energies from organizations, energies from companies that are run. Uh, everything has energy, so pay attention to your energetic fields. And you can feel where, uh, you can feel if there's some place you really don't want to go. Ask your guides, your angels, whoever you talk to, if you should continue going to that place and, and feel what they say, or hear what they say, if you can do that. Uh, so, be in touch with your energies, is what they're saying. And you probably, on, on the night and morning of the super blood, super blood, wolf moon, you probably will be feeling a lot of strong energies and this is a good thing because they are regenerative type energies restorative type energies they are creating type energies creating new good energies and you should be aware of those energies uh, if, if you aren't used to feeling or paying attention to your energies, they say it wouldn't hurt you to go outside, take a chair where you're comfortable in, like a lawn chair, whatever kind of chair you'd sit in outside, or or uh, wherever you're comfortable outside, go out there where you can get a better feel of the energies that will be beaming at us and through us. And these energies are for us. Uh, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Uh, I want to say for all. But at the same time, I'm hearing it's going to be a good thing for people who are who are, they don't want to say the word good, but for lack of words in our English language, they're going to use that word and hope that you can put it in context with what they're trying to say. Uh, the energies will be good for those who are not trying to hurt others. That's how they want to say it. I always like to put it in the positive. So I guess I could say the energies are for those who are doing their best uh, for living this life that they are living and the best that they can do for others who are involved with them or others who they are concerned with that they don't know personally, but they're trying to do good with them, for them. Uh, so, this these energies are really going to bolster the energies of those who are living the best life they can live for themselves and for others. I guess that's a good way they say to put it. And they say thank you for taking it out of the negative. Um, so those naughty people won't be getting the uh, the fantastical energies that we're going to be getting. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of things that happen during this time for us, uh, with us, uh, besides with us. But for us by groups meeting, for instance, Trump and the Chinese, I think it was Chinese. Um, so they're saying don't fear it. Open yourselves up and accept the, the wonderful, fantastical super energies that you're going to be getting from this um, super blood wolf moon. <laughs> <coughs> so there you go, Walter. They did answer me. Thank you, y'all, for for your answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, 
Thank you for allowing me to share this with others who are interested. Um, and they're saying, yes, this will get out. This will get out to those who might not think they're interested, but they'll find they were interested. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. And I'm getting a message from the ones that Derek told Nancy and I about who who gather in groups to listen to us. <laughs> They're saying thank you for hanging in there and doing what you're doing, Dolly. And, and to pass along the thanks to Nancy and Walter and uh, Jean Rockefeller, Jan Shaw, for all of the, Christia Cummings, um, for all those who are out there putting themselves out, uh, sharing the words that are given to them to share, having the bravery that they have to do this. Well, thank you. And yes, they are meeting in groups so that they can listen to us and they are sending us energies all the time. And they are passing our energies on to others who they feel can use them. And I thank you all out there too for for this message. Thank you, thank you. And Dave is sitting here with his arms crossed, rocking back and forth and saying, I'm going to cry. No, no, I'm not going to cry. He's so proud of us. And he loves us. And he'll be one of the first faces I see when I cross over, one of them. <laughs> he wants to emphasize, just one of them. You've got a lot of them, Dolly, wanting to give you a hug. Thank you, Dave. I love you all back, too. Um, phew, what time is it? Whew. All right, remember how hot I was saying I was earlier? I, I'm getting a little cool now, which is a good thing. Okay, that's a good thing. Well, I didn't expect this to occur, but thanks to Walter's prodding, I gave it some thought. I allowed myself to open up, because I guess I was pretty closed up. And you, you all got this message, and so did I. <laughs> I love it. I love it when the messages come come through, especially well, I was going to say especially when they're positive, but I can't think of a negative message they've ever given me. And I appreciate that to the fullest. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to send this to Walter and tell him to start it at about 35 minutes. I think that's when I started with the reading. Ah, uh, it didn't take too long. Maybe 15 minutes. Okay, so I do want to say so thank you to you all who are listening, especially especially when when we get comments back. I don't care if they're not even favorable comments. I like to hear what you're thinking. I like it when you share with me uh, your thoughts, your feelings. I know that uh, Nancy got a super duper one from, from one of our listeners. Oh my goodness, she got such a super duper response from someone. And, and it's so nice to get stuff like that. So, uh, Please don't hesitate 
Uh, you can go to cosmic reality. Let me read them to you. Hold on. Let me find it. I don't know why I can't remember this stuff. But that's the way I am. I don't remember. Let's see. Let's go to this one. Oops. I need to open a different tab so I can go there. <laughs> oh, go this one. Oh, it sounds like Annette's coming home already. Uh, you go to CosmicReality.net. www. period. CosmicReality.net. And you can leave messages there. It has a thing that comes up at the bottom right that says, Leave a message. And you can leave a message there. So, we are accessible. We are, we are. Okay. Now, let me get out of that. Um, let me go to here. Okay, I got ten minutes left. And honestly, guys, I have no idea what to say to you for ten minutes. Hold on. I'm going to do a pause here. I'm back. I was telling Annette, she just walked in in case I didn't say that. I told her, I got ten minutes left. I don't know what to say. And she didn't have any ideas either. But she did tell me. We have this lawn guy that comes and takes care of our lawn. And I had paid him his December monies. I always put it in an envelope. And I put the amount on the outside, my name and address, so he'll know for his bookkeeper. She found the envelope in the driveway. I had given it to him handed it to him. He evidently put it in a place where it blew out as he was doing his clean-up stuff, his lawn stuff. And thank God. Well, thank the angels. I know the angels did this. Annette could find it out in the driveway. It didn't blow away, and we've had wind, and it didn't blow away. Oh, boy, was were we all fortunate on that one. See how your guides and your angels take care of you like they take care of me? Yours take care of you the same way. So at the beginning of a new year, I'm still preaching at you about angels taking care of you. <laughs> same story, yo. <laughs> I just know they're there. I know, I know. I've seen them. I've witnessed them. Uh, I've had physical contact with them. Like the one who came when I had my five by bypass surgery in 2003. It was January 25th, 2003. And after the surgery and after they got me out of ICU and pulled uh, the tubes out of my throat and all, I was able to talk and that's when he appeared to me. And before he left, I was able to shake his hand while he was in the the male human form. And then he turned into a mist, floated up to the sky, or up to the top of the room ceiling, and floated out the door. And I tried to chase him all hooked up to hooked up to all these IVs and things. <laughs> A nurse ran in and stopped me just as I was hopping off the bed. She actually caught one of the IVs. What are you doing? I want to see where that angel was going to next. <laughs> That's one physical form. Just remember, you never know when you're going to be entertaining angels. They can come to you in any shape or form that they want to. And when they do, I hope you know it. I hope you, I hope you know so that you can realize, oh my gosh, I am so loved. I am that loved. Because you are. You're that loved. Ah, 
That was just one of the times. <laughs> I have I have more of those. Maybe someday I'll just do a dolly shares on my angel encounters. Um, I know those of you who know me have heard them many times, but there might be someone who listens who didn't hear it before. We'll see how I get moved on that one. Or maybe you can en encourage me to do it. If you want me to do it, then send a little message. Or if you're li listening to this on Skype, there's that comment section. You can always make comments in the comments section. No, I mean on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, you can comment to me on the comment section. Um, that would be a good place, too. Uh, so, I'm glad I got to share that with you about the angels coming to us in all shapes and forms. And at all times, too. Don't be surprised. <laughs> um, if, if you're out in the wilderness all by yourself and all of a sudden you encounter someone and you get this good feeling surrounding you, of course, if you get a bad feeling, run for your life. <laughs> That's what I run for your life if it's a bad feeling. Uh, if it's a good feeling, then open yourself up and see what they have to share with you. Or, or you could be sleeping at night and you hear your voice called. I mean, hear your voice called. That happens to me. I hear somebody calling Dolly. And just like I said it now, like a real voice. Not in your head. A real vocal, loud voice. Pay attention. They're talking to you. They're trying to contact with you, connect with you. Uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, sometimes I swear my cat, Sage, is an alien. <laughs> I swear it. Or an angel. Because of the way she looks at me. With her eyes. The looks in her eyes. It, it's like she's looking through me. She's talking to me through her eyes. And it's kind of cool. And she's always been this aloof, scaredy cat. Uh, she's very beautiful. She's the orange and white cat with the little longer hairs. And uh, she does disappear if people come in the house, but she has a strong bond with me. And she's even gotten so much stronger that when, Sa when Amber tries to push between Sagey and me, she'll fight her back. She won't let her get between us. She used to always just call her away, but now, lately, she's just been getting into herself and taking control. <laughs> I do enjoy that. So check out your animals. See how they act. See if you're thinking, ooh, this animal's more than just the dog or, or the bird or, or the cat or whatever kind of pet you have. See if they're more than what they appear to be. You never know. You never know. And uh, I'm really worn out right now. This was quite the time for me. I enjoyed talking to you sharing with you what I have. I hope I didn't bore you too bad, but then if I did, you could always turn me off. <laughs> you can turn me off anytime. <laughs> and I want to say I hope you all have a wonderful new year. I hope you have wonderful new experiences. Uh, I hope you get brave enough to open yourself up to your spiritual side. We all have them. And I hope you get brave enough to open to your spiritual sides and, and venture out and experience things you never thought you'd experience before. But you're braver now. So, it's come to the time when I can say my adieu to you for now.
and I'll be talking with you again on Say What. We'll do a live show on Say What. Nancy's got a special guest coming up this Saturday. Um, I can't remember what's the date this Saturday. I'll look it up. Saturday, January 11th. Say What with Nancy, Dolly, and a special guest from 6 to 8 p.m. And that's it for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Colleen Kelly's Haggy Reads for You radio show with a reading of The 9-11 Crusade by Ann L. Hopkins. This novel, based upon fact, can be found as a free PDF or audio tape at CosmicReality.net. It can also be purchased as a hard copy through Amazon or you can go to the YouTube studio, Cosmic Reality, and the playlist, 9-11 Attacks. <laughs>